from Australia. This is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au. And this is the national news for week commencing March the 20th, 2022. I'm Graham, VK4BB. Astronaut Mark Vendy High, KG5GNP, who holds the ongoing record for longest space flight, is set to end his 355 days in space in just a few weeks. The plan for him to land in Kazakhstan with two Russian cosmonauts on a Russian spacecraft. But the head of Russia's space agency and a close ally to Russian President Vladimir Putin is believed to have posted a video in Russian that threatened to leave van der Heide behind in space and detach Russia's segment of the space station altogether. This story aired first on abcnews.go.com and was posted to AMSAT News Service letter ANS072, but it has been confirmed that he will travel on board that Russian capsule to Kazakhstan. The American and two Russian cosmonauts will be brought back to Earth. I can tell you for sure Mark is coming home. We are in communication with our Russian colleagues. There's no fuss on that whatsoever, NASA's International Space Station program manager said. He admitted the astronauts were aware of what's going on in the world, but they still work as a team. Under international space law, astronauts from all nations must provide all possible help to other astronauts when needed, including emergency landing in a foreign country or at sea. It is the WIA National News. In a moment, Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. And now, Lee Moyle, VK3GK. This is WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. Earlier this week, ACMA announced that they are seeking feedback on their draft five-year Spectrum Outlook 2022-27, the FISO. The FISO provides a broad overview of trends that affect spectrum management and factors used to inform the ACMA's planning and spectrum allocation priorities. It includes a detailed annual work program with activities and milestones for the 2022-23 financial year. The draft FISO is a key part of ACMA's engagement with industry and the community on their spectrum management priorities. ACMA welcome your feedback by close of business Friday the 29th of April. Review of non-assigned amateur and outpost licensing arrangements and higher power amateur operation on page 64 of the ACMA's FISO document should have the most interest to the amateur radio community. The WIA continue to have a very solid and professional relationship with ACMA. WIA and ACMA regularly consult on important issues that affect you and your continued enjoyment provided by the amateur service. WIA, through their specialist working groups, are working extensively on several key topics currently within the FISO. For more information and to download the complete FISO document, see the news releases on the WIA website at wia.org.au. Just an important reminder that WIA club-related public liability insurance program for 2022 required clubs having their completed declarations submitted through the WIA by the 11th of March 2022. Payment should be received at the WIA office no later than the 25th of March 2022. This allows for processing time. Otherwise, cover may not be available by the 1st of April 2022 deadline. 
Please note that the current 2021-22 insurance expires at 2400 hours on the 31st of March 2022. Last weekend saw the Beru or Commonwealth contest in full swing from 1000 Zulu Saturday until 1000 Zulu Sunday. It's the oldest running amateur radio contest and is CW only. HF band conditions were reasonable with many exotic DX stations worked on 80 to 10 metres. The WIA thanks Alan Mason, VK2GR, and the several dedicated others for organising and operating the two Australian teams and also the WIA HQ stations that participated from VK1 WIA through VK7 WIA this year. Maybe next year we can find a couple more for a full VK1 to VK9 complement. Full WIA team and HQ participants can be found on the WIA website under the news section. Your second edition of Amateur Radio Magazine for 2022 has been sent to the printers. Expect to see your latest and greatest AR mag in a week or two in your letterboxes. Watch out for your Memnet email announcing AR Magazine is available for download. This edition sees some more great articles and a number of new advertisers. That's it from me this week. Seven threes from Lee Moyle, VK3GK. This is Editor-in-Chief of Amateur Radio Magazine, Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. The latest edition of Amateur Radio Magazine, issue 2 for 2022, began arriving in mailboxes and newsagents late last week, from St. Patrick's Day, the 17th of March. And when you get a sight of it, you will see that we have maintained our new masthead banner that I've been told is reminiscent of the cockeyed Irish cook, you know, with one eye on the pot and the other up the chimney, because the word amateur is tipped up against the slapping R in radio. I can take a ribbing. Perhaps they were thinking of that well-known British actor with misaligned eyes, Marty Feldman. Actually, it's the chorus from an old folk song known as The Drummer and the Cook. The chorus begins with, With her one eye on the pot and the other up the chimney. I'll refrain from singing. Never mind the magazine banner, this issue, the whole cover's gone crazy. Photos and words strewn all over the place. It seems like nothing is straight. I said to our graphics design artist Sergio, the gay 3SO, Sergio, mate, chuck all these pictures and cover lines on a white tablecloth and just see what happens. Well, he has excelled himself this issue. Would I lie to you? Last week, I gave you all a bit of a rundown on some of the features in this issue. In keeping with the test and measurement theme, if you've recently acquired your first oscilloscope, most likely our pre-loved analogue crow, then I've put together an article to kickstart your journey with this most versatile of instruments, titled Reading Your Oscilloscope, and our most prolific contributor, Lou Stefano, BK3AEQZ, completes his HF antenna tuner project. Coincidentally, Publications Committee member Brian Clark, BK2GCE, completes his series on unravelling the mysteries of connecting radios to antennas, with part two on rolling your own ballon or unan. In the meantime, Andy Keir, aka 2-alpha-alpha Alpha Kilo, has been busy reading the peripatetic Dick Smith's memoir, My Adventurous Life. Andy tells us that it's far more than an engaging chronicle of Dick's life and adventures. It contains some great life lessons. Talking of chronicles, our VHF UHF columnist David Minchin, VK 5 Kilo Kilo, details the story of the January DX opening on the 10 gig band between VK7 and ZL 
as told by Rex Monker, aka Seven Mike Oscar, Roger Ear, Whiskey Three Sierra Zulu, Roger Corbett, Zulu Lima Three Radio Charlie, and Richard Howlett, aka Seven Zulu Baker X-Ray. Quite a ripping yarn, with maps and graphs and screen grabs and photos, not to be missed. While on the subject of the bands above 30 megs, AR Magazine's Meteor Scatter columnist, Dr Kevin Johnson, VKE4 Uncle Henry, discusses the pings and pratfalls of exploiting Meteor Scatter for VHF contests. Meanwhile, Summit on the Air in Australia has celebrated its 10th birthday, and Alan Harvey, VKE3 Alpha Romeo Hotel, details the paths taken by those who marched to a different drum, charting the total activations since the scheme's inception in 2012 in this issue's Soda and Parks column, along with a glimpse at the march of technology over the past decade. Jenny Wardrop, VK3 Whiskey Queen, Australian Ladies Amateur Radio Association, Alara, column, encourages those thinking of getting their licence to take advantage of Alara's grant scheme. Jenny also highlights a couple of families notable for having several generations holding amateur licences. Amateur Radio Magazine, Volume 90, Issue Number 2 for 2022. Serving Australian radio amateurs since 1933. This has been AR Magazine Editor-in-Chief Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, international news with Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Commencing each week as we do from Region 1, the New York Times carries an interesting article about shortwave radio, which reads, As Russia is trying to cut off the flow of information in Ukraine by attacking its communications infrastructure, the British news outlet BBC is revisiting a broadcasting tactic popularised during World War II, shortwave radio. Shortwave radio has been a go-to vehicle to reach listeners in conflict zones for decades. Used to deliver crackling dispatches to soldiers in the Persian Gulf War, send codes to spies in North Korea, and pontificate through the Iron Curtain during the Cold War. But more modern forms of radio along with the internet eventually pushed shortwave out of favour. The BBC retired its shortwave transmissions in Europe 14 years ago. Now, talking shortwave, listen on 4625 kHz. This has, for many years, been the location on the dial for the buzzer, a Russian military transmitter whose nickname describes its monotonous on-off buzzing transmission perfectly. As the current Ukrainian situation has taken shape, it's become a minor battlefield, and the buzzer now shares its frequency with a variety of other stations broadcasting music, spectrograms and other radio junk intended to disrupt it. For the curious, this can be watched unfolding on a spectrogram or through headphones by anyone within range who has an HF receiver or for anyone else with a web SDR. Over the time monitoring it, Hurt has been overlaying speech and music varying from the Soviet and American anthems through to dance music and K-pop to 1960s British rock and of course Boney M's Rasputin with a few slightly macabre choices such as Final Countdown and an Air Raid Siren. Even intros from the Benny Hill Show, The A-Team and Mission Impossible. So whoever's doing it has a wide taste. 
alongside the music at about 4628 kilohertz, has been a series of spectrogram messages scrolled past in Ukrainian, Russian and English, ranging from stop war to lewd suggestions about the Russian president. It's fair to say that none of these transmissions have obscured the buzzer, but they've had the effect of significantly increasing the noise on the channel. IRTS has announced their communication regulator Comreg has awarded them the new Harrick Amateur Radio Exam contract. It's to the IRTS for the preparation, delivery and the marking of in-person Harrick examinations earlier on the 14th of March 2022. This new agreement also contracts them to deliver Morse code telegraphy proficiency testing for those who are interested in obtaining amateur station SEPT Class 1 licences noted for their shorter call signs. Following a couple of months of intensive work by the IRTS Examination Board and the IRTS Harrick Comreg Submission Subcommittee, a detailed 51-page proposal was accepted by Comreg. Hams throughout West Bengal State in India are experiencing limited access to Echolink and other internet-assisted amateur radio services through the 16th of March. The Hams are among hundreds of others affected after the state government announced the restrictions to contain what they call illegal activities on the internet. News reports gave no specific details beyond the announcement itself, the report on the India TV News website quoted an official in the Home and Hill Affairs Department in announcing that, quote, the government has received intelligence reports that unlawful activities can be carried in certain areas over internet transmissions and voice over internet telephony, and hence restrictions are being imposed on the use of the internet, end quote. Ambarish Nagbiswas, Victor Uniform 2, Juliet Foxtrot Alpha, Secretary of the West Bengal Radio Club, told AR Newsline that daytime use of the internet is off limits, but there's still access in the evenings. He said everyone in West Bengal State has been affected. IARU Region 3 Monitoring System Coordinator resigned. Dr Teton Dutono, Yankee Bravo 3, Papa Echo Tango, notified his resignation due to his worsening health from IARU Region 3 Monitoring System Coordinator by his email to IARU Region 3 Directors. The directors noted his resignation and appreciated his service as the coordinator for more than six years. Until a new coordinator is appointed, IARU Region 3 member societies are kindly advised to send their monitoring system reports to Director Yudi Husby, Yankee Delta 1 Papa Romeo Yankee, and Yudi's email address is in the text edition of your WIA National News. For VK1 WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. From Australia, this is the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. Available on RF and on demand 24-7 from the wia.org.au website. If you'd like to submit news items for possible inclusion in this, the WIA National Broadcasts, please email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au. And please don't just send URLs, links or posters, but take the time to pen your contribution 
the way you'd expect us to be reading it back. And to submit audio, again, email nationalnews at wia.org.au and send both the audio and the text. And we certainly would appreciate items certainly no longer than one and a half minutes in length, as we do only have half an hour. Now, operational news with Felix, VK4FUQ. Hello there. Now, contest wise for 2022. March is the John Memorial Field Day this weekend, 19th and 20th of March. With more, and to start the segment of WIA National News, Dennis VK4AE, contest manager for the John Memorial 2022. This year's contest is being held as this broadcast goes to air and will finish at 0100 GMT today. I had intended to make earlier announcement, but the failure of a laptop put paid to all of that thought, so I've had to wait till I return to my home QDH. As we've had COVID for the last couple of years, with all the limitations on having groups in the same place and at the same time, This year we've had the problem of even getting together in the same place due to floods or earlier flood damage. As the purpose of the field day is to provide training and experience in emergency operation, so I hope that besides a little inconvenience, that all went smoothly when operating the station in the field. Amateurs are a mighty resourceful lot, so no doubt many have operated with Weissen and SES over the last few weeks, so this contest just provides more practice. As the contest nears its end for this year, I can only hope that the dreary weather in many parts of Australia has not been too cruel and that good activity on the band and propagation have been rewarding. Once the dismantling and packing up of all the equipment has been completed, there's still an important part of the contest to be finished. Yes, you must submit your station's log. It has two major purposes. One, it informs me of your activities on air and enables me to score your entry. Just as importantly, it confirms the context you had with other stations and verifies their logs. So even if your log is only small, it does verify the context you made with those other stations. Best of luck for the remainder of the contest, and please do not forget to submit your log. Thanks, Dennis. Now coming up in May, it's the Harry Angel Memorial 80 Meter Sprint. Saturday, May 7th, 2022. 10 hours UTC to 11.46 UTC. The Don Edwards Memorial Slow Morse Contest, two days, starting May 14, 1800 hours. Concluding May 15, 1600 hours. Saturday evening, 14 May, between 6pm and 9pm business standard time, on 80 metres. Sunday afternoon, 15 May, between 1pm and 4pm Eastern Standard Time on 40 metres. International CQ Pride Contest, June 4 to 6. New Worldwide Digital Contest, also June 4 to 6. VK Shires Contest, 11 June 2022. WIA VHF UHF Field Days, Winter 2022. 0200 hours UTC, Saturday 25 June through 0159 hours UTC, Sunday 26 June. Deverson VK6 DX Window VK80 LAN GB80 LAN in the UK V80 LAN from Canada I'm marking the 80th anniversary of the first operational sortie of the Avro Lancaster The aircraft was a mainstay of the RAF Bomber Command and was flown by British, Canadian and Australian pilots during World War II The stations are on the air throughout most of March QSL via operator instructions 
Francis Aria for a Porsi special event station TM ninety seven WARD, which will be on the April sixteen twenty five to celebrate World Amateur Radio Day, which takes place on April eighteen. As last year, the RAF has planned to celebrate Ward World Amateur Radio Day by activating the special call sign TM ninety seven WARD from April sixteen twenty five. 2022. Also, DARK, the German IAA Member Society's team, ACS, have activated the special call sign DA22 Ward until 30 April, in celebration of World Amateur Radio Day on 18 April. In the Maldives, Laurent F8CZI is using the call sign 8Q7ZI until tomorrow, Monday the 21st of March. He has been operating hollow style using CW and SSB. QSL virus home call F8CZI. Z81D from Juba in South Sudan until the 11th of September. Activities holiday style. QSL Z81D via OM3JW. Spanish special event. Members of the URE San Fernando EA7URF will activate the special call sign AM 500TOR between March 19 and 27. Activities to celebrate the 500th anniversary of the first voyage around the Earth by the Magellan Elcano expedition. TOR refers to the Tour Naviar of the Nao Victoria. It is one of the two surviving ships from which they departed from Seville. QSL via EA 7 URF by the Bureau or Direct. Beacons. RSGB funding for a 50 MHz beacon. The RSGB reports that it will provide funds towards a 50 MHz beacon, designed to study meteor trails above the UK. It will beam vertically up, using circular polarisation. The 50 MHz band is well suited for such observations, as meteors tend to create strong ionisation trails affecting the 6 metre band. The beacon will be housed at the Sherwood Observatory, of the Mansfield and Sutton Astronomical Society. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ Enningham. This is the home service of the Wireless Institute of Australia through VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole VK3GTV. Hello. First up, it's Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. Special Events Station GB20 SOTA is QRV until March 26 from the Welsh SOTA Summit of Minivacum to celebrate 20 years of the Summits on the Air program. Minivacum is a hill in Denbyshire, North Wales, and in SOTA has Maryland status, having a prominence of 150 metres. At the summit, there's a memorial to the crew of a Hanley Page Halifax that crashed on the hill in 1947. QSL GB20 SOTA via M1EYP. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. If you're into news from outer space, might we direct you to the AMSAT News Service or ANS? This is a weekly news and information service of AMSAT, the Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation. ANS publishes news related to amateur radio in space, including reports on the activities of a worldwide group of amateur radio operators 
who share an active interest in designing, building, launching and communicating through analogue and digital amateur radio satellites. The newsfeed is simple, amsat.org, and publishes news of amateur radio in space as soon as their volunteers can post it. In a recent edition, it covered an in-depth look at their January-February 2022 issue of the AMSAT journal Rapid Development of Satellite Mega Constellation Risks, Tragedies and the Common Successful Q0100 Ham Radio Emergency Communications Exercise. Changes to AMSAT NATLE distribution, upcoming satellite operations, satellite shorts from all over. Worth a journey via the web to read. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Military. The 2022 running of the Armed Forces Day cross-band exercise will be held on May 14 from 1300 to 2200 UTC. A complete list of participating stations, modes, frequencies, times and other details will be announced on April 1st. The event is open to all radio amateurs. Armed Forces Day is May 21st, but the AFD Crossband Military Amateur Radio event traditionally takes place one week earlier in order to avoid conflicting with the Dayton Hamvention. During the exercise, radio amateurs listen for stations on US military operating frequencies and transmit on frequencies in adjacent amateur bands. Military and amateur stations have taken part in this event for more than 50 years. It's an exercise scenario designed to include ham radio and government radio operators alike. American Legion Post 106 in Forks, WA, donated a new repeater system to the Clallam County Amateur Radio Club, which co-owns and operates equipment with Forks Community Hospital, Gunderson Mountain. American Legion is much like VK's RSL. Joe Wright, KG7JWW, is not only a member and officer of Post 106, but he's also Vice President of the Clallam County Club, which shares the use of their equipment with the Amateur Radio Emergency Service. KG7JWW and other radio operators from ARES are also members of the Clallam County West End Emergency Management Group. Members who are involved in emergency management are not often noticed as they participate in meetings and special exercises in preparation to be of assistance in the event of disasters. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota, Youngsters on the Air. Now, our new addition to the WIA National News Team, Alec, VK2APC. We young hams should be aware of a new category introduced this year by CQ Magazine in its DX Marathon, which is already underway. The youth category is an overlay category open to any operator born on the 1st of January 1997 or later. There are certificates for the highest scorer among young operators in each of the six continents. Please visit the rules section of the website at dxmarathon.com and good luck everyone. Speaking of good luck, I hope you all do well in the forthcoming Yoda contests. Everyone, everywhere in the world can take part. Let's get on the air together and celebrate Yoda. The first of three planned sessions will be held on the 21st of May this year. The other two sessions will be held on the 23rd of July and 30th of December 2022. For VK1 WIA National News, I am Alec, VK2 APC in Sydney. Thanks, Alec. On to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Organisers in Hawaii are looking for amateurs to participate in an important statewide emergency drill in April. Christian Kudnick, writing in AR Newsline, says, 
The three-hour emergency communications exercise being held by the Hawaii Amateur Radio Emergency Service on April 16th will be like none of the others held several times each year. The drill will be conducted following the Homeland Security Exercise and Evaluation Program, which standardizes terminology, methodology and policy used during the exercise. It will simulate a period of catastrophic rain and wind covering the islands, taking down power, internet and cell towers. According to Hawaii ARES spokesman Stacy Holbrook, KH6OWL, a planning team has developed a full incident action plan using the forms and format of the program's incident command system structure. Stacy told Newsline in an email he was unaware of any other statewide exercises being done in this manner. Using on-air nets, social media and local clubs, organisers are reaching out to the more than 3,800 licensed amateurs throughout Hawaii, hoping to get as many hams as possible on board. The drill is an all-mode, all-band exercise that makes use of analogue, simplex and digital modes, as well as VHF, UHF and HF. Hams using Winlink will have the additional support of an ongoing Zoom meeting to assist with any troubleshooting. That wraps up Worldwide Special Interest Group news for this week. I'll catch you with more next week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. On the social scene before we go from this edition of WIA National News. In VK4, Redfest happened Saturday, April 9, St Michael's College at Caboolture. In VK5, the South Coast Amateur Radio Club's Buy and Sell, Sunday, April 24. And also in VK5, the Australian Fox Hunting Championship and the Serg Convention at Mount Gambier, the Queen's Birthday Long Weekend in June in VK5. Now until next we meet, I am Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video and is accessed on wia.org.au.